Oh, would you look at that? There's a new episode of the Black Cast on my phone, ready to play right now. Listening to Black Cast. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes that put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listening to Black Keep up on comics and movies Two phone ring, I answer hoodies I can't talk, call back if you please Listening to Blackcast You don't know what you are missing Damn fine show hosted by Christian He's just dope, no ass I'm kissing Listening to Blackcast Click subscribe on this podcast You won't be the first, but don't you be last Listen while you pumping your gas Listening to Blackcast on this episode, it's Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listening to Blackcast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Blackcast insulated my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listening to Blackcast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Blackcast on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't tripping. Listening to Blackcast. My point is, listen to this show Don't need me to tell you it's dope Rock so hard like Johnny Lithgow Listening to Blackcast Yes, indeed. Welcome to something that I'm considering to be not just socially distant, but also emotionally distant with, I would say, the most emotionally distant person I've ever known. The one, the only, Salmon David Weiss. I know I inverted it. David Salmon Weiss. How are you, sir? South America. And uh, you are uh, a little cameo appearance from uh, my wife on the other side of the sliding, sliding door. She has to go back to work uh, making the real money. This doesn't pay the bills, believe it or not. And uh, we're here. We're going to share some thoughts on, yeah, that's right, the world and all of the really important stories that are going on right now. I know, uh, David, there's something that is a particular bee in your bonnet at the moment? Would you like to talk about a certain talk show host? Well, Christian, I've been following with great interest the trials and travails of one Miss Ellen DeGeneres. And what I would like to say is, we knew 20 years ago she was a phony. So this is not news to any of us in the business we call show. I mean, I'm never surprised when someone isn't as nice as they seem. I mean, I worked at 30 Rock when Rosie O'Donnell was there, and she was literally on the cover of Newsweek as the queen of nice. And yet anyone that uh, worked there would say that that might not be entirely accurate. You would have other people who went far enough to say uh, much worse about her. So when I heard that, you know, Ellen wasn't nice, I'm like, yeah, and so what? I, I'd be shocked if she was. Another phony in Hollywood. The exception that proves the rule. Yeah. So the other way around. But there are people who are upset. Like you'll hear stories about, I've heard people say things like, well, my mother was very upset and she deleted all of the saved Ellen's she had on her DVR, her favorite episodes. She says she can't watch anymore. And I don't know. I hear that and I'm like, well, good. You know, pick up a book or, you know, Get, watch, get in the watch kit. Steve Harvey. Watch Steve Harvey. Yeah, exactly. Although Steve Harvey, now he had that memo. Do you remember the Steve Harvey memo that went around that you're not to look at him? Well, that was another Ellen thing too. Yeah. Don't make eye contact. 
Yeah. I and mean, that was the interesting thing because, you know, you, you worked for him in, in different capacities. We both worked for Dennis Miller. He never said, don't look in the eye, but you just didn't want to because he could see inside your soul and, and out. find the weakness. Yeah. It's like uh, a temple of doom. Like he would pull out your heart and show it to you. And then before, before eating it. Yeah. before, And he'd show it to all the other writers and everybody would laugh. And uh, I don't know, but I, I don't know. I mean, who, who's been like somebody that, and look, Dennis has been very good to me over the years. And I, myself. Yeah. So he's somebody that people said, Oh, watch out for him. And I'm like, just, you know, just don't be full of shit. Just talk to him. And yeah. if something's fucked up. Don't pretend that it's not. Right. And, uh, and you'll do all right. But I'm trying to think of examples of people who you just, you're surprised in show business. And if you're surprised watching live. That surprised that they're nice? Yeah, surprised that they're nice. No, I'm never surprised that anybody isn't nice. I mean, I think no. when I was younger, I might have been surprised by that. But uh, we're, we're way past that part of, of my life. Uh, the age of the innocence, as it were. <laughs> Uh, but it was never innocent. No, of course not. Not not you. I was born this way, America. So uh, our friend Dominicus Saxon said he would be here, and he tweeted when I tweeted out that this would be happening today. He said, "Quote: The Prince of Darkness wouldn't miss it for anything, even sex." And I feel uh, really sorry for Mrs. Saxon that this, what you're looking at right now, for those watching the video. And yeah, I'll repurpose this as audio because I'm lazy. That's kind of the only reason why. But anybody who's looking at this and thinking better than sex, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think I mean, that... Uh, I've never had sex. I'm not sure I can provide an answer. That's a great point. Uh, yeah, there. I had two occasions that uh, I, I, I'm told I was involved in because I have two kids. Christian? But I don't I see got, the proof. I had some very bad news. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, so I, I need to know, uh, you know, we don't need to spend too much time on this topic, but uh, you must be riveted by the uh, the Democratic National Convention that's uh, been on TV the last few nights. It's this whole week. Did you clear your whole schedule to uh, make sure that you're able to not miss a moment? No. <laughs> Did you even know it was happening this week? I did know, Not a, you know, unlike Mayor Bill de Blasio, of New York City, I did not make believe that there was no convention going on. I watched about half of Michelle Obama's speech, but you know, and it was a great speech. But I don't need to watch two more days of speeches. I mean, I know what I'm going to do, and uh, yeah, you know, hooray for Jill Stein. Yeah, obviously, I think that any sensible person is going to vote for Jill yeah. Stein. I think she has the real vision yeah. for America. We've got a few friends in the chat, uh, Corby. Uh, from Branson, I was going to stay, but I got a better idea. So now we've uh, put some some randy thoughts in his mind. So Mrs. Corby, uh, oh, and then following through on the joke, Corby says, "Okay, I'm back." So that was as much as he was able to uh, help out with uh, Mrs. Thanks, Corby, Corby in, in all contribution. Uh, but we've also got uh, Kame Egan. What's your opinion on Ellen's apology? I thought it was a crock because she's worried her fan base is going to drop significantly. Uh, I don't know. She gets paid either way, right? I mean, if, if, if no one ever watches that show again, she's still getting paid. So oh, yeah. I don't think she cares about the fan base. No. Um, they, they fired three of her executive producers. <clears throat> excuse me. And so that's 
how they're going to make this right. But it'll never be right because she's been exposed as a phony. Yeah, I I, I think that uh, there's – I don't know. You know what my favorite apology was that we got uh, in recent years? was uh, Kevin Spacey's. Do you remember his apology? <laughs> Where he used the opportunity to say – I should look it up, but I think he, he said that this was the time, you know, because he was accused of doing something when uh, the actor from Rent, uh, Stephen Rapp, was underage. And he used this as an opportunity to say something that I don't think any of us were surprised by, which was I think he said he's a gay American, you know, like – Native American, Asian American. I think, and so he used it as the opportunity to come out. And I think everybody was like, "Oh no, that Kaiser Soze, this was not the time for that. This was the time to just not say anything." Because you have your people that, when they get into some trouble, you just don't hear from them for a while, right? Uh, you hear from their surrogates. Yeah, I think that uh, Louis C.K. was one tweet. Mm-hmm. And we don't see him anymore, except for when he puts out a special or goes on uh, on tour in Israel. Is that what he does? He did. I mean, he did, like, I, I think he did that last year. He just, like, he doesn't, I don't think they publicize, like, if he shows up at a comedy club. And if he actually does his own gig, you have to buy it through his website so nobody else is involved. If you want, you could buy his special directly from him. And, uh, you know, I, it's, uh, but he's not He's not out there promoting it, you know. And if you remember, he, he had a movie that uh, was, like, a, right about to come out. And, uh I don't know. I think that might uh, end up in a film festival with uh, what was it the the day the clown cried? Is that the the that's great? The Jerry Lewis. That's the Jerry Lewis yeah. movie. Which the funny thing about that Jerry Lewis movie, <laughs> other than the subject matter, is uh, that that movie Life Is Beautiful that won the Oscar is basically the same story. Basically, yeah. yeah I mean, I think not, it's uh, maybe not. <laughs> it's not that. For those of you who don't know about the day the clown. Day the Clown Cried. It's this underground Hollywood thing. Jerry Lewis allegedly wrote this script <clears throat> about a clown in the concentration camps that would help lead the Jews into the ovens. But he would he would try to he would try to make them laugh. Like right. that, that was his job. Yeah, exactly. And I I believe they never finished it. No, there, there's a lot of footage, but it's not 100 percent finished. Right. Right. Yeah, but there every once in a while. Uh, there'll be a reading at some club, an underground reading of the script, of the screenplay. I've seen, like, Hatton Oswalt and, you know, that kind of crowd doing it. I I can't imagine what I would give to to just read it myself or to attend a reading. I'd I'd turn over my kids and your Emmy. I would (laughs) give your Emmy away for that. But, uh, yeah, um... I'm not quite sure how we got there, but uh, it was your fault. Jerry Lewis never got canceled. No, uh, you know. By the way, Jerry Lewis is funny. You know, a lot of people think that it was stupid, but look, I mean, I think that genius. It, it works. I mean, I I've never been a fan of the Three Stooges, but I certainly understand why it works. Nah, nah, I think it's because growing up, my mom didn't like it. I can see it and be like, oh, this is this is really. I mean, the way that they work There's together. No woman in the world that likes the Three Stooges. That's part of. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Does your wife like the Stooges? I don't think she's seen them enough. You know, I I, I don't know if she's seen them at all. Uh, I did always like the Marx Brothers. Because they're like the, they're the thinking man stooges, ah. you know. 
I was more of a Chico guy, you know, because somebody had to be. Uh, but and by the way, those of you in the chat, which no, there's a few. Uh, this is your time for questions, comments, concerns, reactions. Uh, you know, the last time you were on the the podcast, we we talked about our uh, Major League Baseball uh, predictions, and um, I don't know. I don't think they've gone quite as swimmingly. I said that the Dodgers were going to only lose five games all season, and they've lost seven already. Yeah. I think you bullied me into that. I wanted to say 10 games, and then I felt like I had to say five. I feel strongly about them going 50 and 10. Okay. Even though they can only lose three more times. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But you look at their schedule, you know, (laughs) uh, and then the, uh, the, the Mets have been the Mets, haven't they? Every year. Here's Mr. Matt for those watching. Here he is. Uh, I always put him on. And I was uh, texting with a friend of mine who's also a Mets fan uh, that, you know, when you started having the the COVID positive tests for the Marlins and the Cardinals and people started to say things like, is this season even going to happen? I said, yes, this season, all 60 games are going to get in because the Mets are off to such a miserable start. They're so infuriating. They would not put us out of our misery like this. No. We're going to get the whole season no matter what. I want to be put down like a <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, well, you know. Well, you know. Well, you know. I discovered there was once we, on the old Dennis Miller program, we thought that, you know, we thought that we could pretty much say anything. And we found out one day that one thing you couldn't say or do was a joke about puppies. About puppies? Puppies. There was a, the head was, writer. Was this, so this is the, the HBO show? The HBO okay, show. gotcha. And he had this joke where it was his, it was a friend of his or a cousin, and they had a little dog named Chicky. And the guy would give the dog ice cream, and he would say, Scream, Chicky! Scream! And the dog would eat the ice cream. And one day, Chicky didn't eat the ice cream anymore. <laughs> Chicky was no more. Oh, and when, when Dennis said that, it was like all the air was sucked out of the studio. And he had he had to dig out of an extremely deep hole, and he was oh. just left there holding his dick, like and he thought it was a laugh line. And everybody was so angry. <laughs> it was great. I, I'm fairly sure I've seen every episode of that show, but I must not have appreciated uh, pain at oh, that point in my life. Chicken? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm gonna need to find that. I. Oh, uh, it's it got to be out there somewhere. Yeah, I mean that show. It's like uh, it, it still shows up on some HBO services, but they they got rid of the song because the Tears for Fears song. I think it's three thousand dollars every time you use it. Uh, and what Dennis said that what there were like 215 episodes. So obviously he kept uh, kept those guys kept those guys in business for a while. But uh, HBO doesn't have any interest in paying that at this point, you know. So uh, and yeah, sometimes you'll see like I don't know if it was streaming or in reruns, but uh, you know, Married with Children had that great Sinatra song, that Love and Marriage song. Yeah, Sammy Khan. Yeah. Sammy Khan. Yes. What, what do I know? Same guy, right? The, the, they have that Love and Marriage song, except. 
that it's too expensive to license. So then there's a generic knockoff that you'll hear sometimes. Really? Yeah, I think I don't know if it's it might not be for streaming uh, somewhere. I've seen it. They do that for most shows. Yeah. Friends. And that was yeah. And that was why the like the Wonder Years didn't come out forever, because there was so much music licensing. And a lot of times they would just like get re-records and stuff so, just because they could. That again? The Wonder Years? Yeah. With like him, him as an adult or. Oh, I mean, I, I I wouldn't be surprised. Which Fred that, Savage? Well, yeah, that that sounds like Hollywood, right? Because sure. Fred Savage has been out of our life for too long, right? Re- reboot is a Hollywood world word that means we're out of ideas. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I mean, I think that's what we're living through right now. We're you know we're doing a show on my patio with a microphone between us. So yeah, clearly, but that's new. This true. This is new. This is very different. We weren't able to do this a year ago. <sighs> No, we probably just agree. We probably could have. I just uh, no, but I never wanted you in my house. So yes, we. I'm not in your house. That's what I'm saying. Now I have an excuse for you to not come inside. Uh, but we were talking about uh, we we're talking about the baseball season, and there was this uh, this controversy that I don't understand earlier in the week about uh, right. Fernando Tatis Jr. swinging three and zero and hitting a grand slam, and how you're, and, and then the the Rangers manager. Uh, got pissed, and what I, I posted this. It was, they're just lucky it wasn't his father, because his father would have hit a second grand slam in the same inning. Oh, right. Because yeah, that's Fernando Tatis did that. Uh, one time met Fernando Tatis that's late right. in his career, like all like yes. like Willie Mays late in his career. Right. <laughs> his career was already over. Just nobody told Willie yet yeah. when he was on the Mets. So uh, and. I don't know. I mean, it, and look, uh, Keith Hernandez has said that, yeah, you don't do that. You don't embarrass the team. I, I and, agree with Keith. Yeah, but I do also understand the other argument. If you don't want to get embarrassed, throw play a better, better pitch. Yeah. Play you better. know, yeah, play better. And, right. and uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. It's 3-0. and So if you did it on 3-1, and one, what, they nobody's going to say anything? They had a seven-run seven lead, which then became an 11-run lead. So It's tough. It's tough. But it's also like, you know, what do you want him to do? Well, I mean, you're, I would think that from as long as you're playing baseball from Little League on, you're always taught not to embarrass the other team. That's true. Yeah. Always, 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 always. And, but yeah, that doesn't stop anyone from doing that to the Mets uh, throughout my lifetime. The Mets embarrass themselves. Good point. That's a great point. I wish I had my bell. My bell's only in there. I could have gotten it, oh, but uh, weren't you? Uh, I might go and get it. But text Heather. No, she's already gone back to work. Oh, all right. Uh, but uh, Dominicus Saxon is here. Got in late. Is that weed by Salmon? Uh, it is not. But there's a lot of plants here. Uh, and then uh, Corby weighs in on baseball. I personally hate the unwritten rules. That's fair. How about you write them? But I, I think the idea, you know, it's a lot of like the the unwritten rules that are like, you know, oh, if you show up the team, your your guys are going to get hit the next game. That, yeah, like, that's, that, that's that's what happens. All right, I'm I'm fine with that. And look, I mean, the Astros in spring training, those guys got thrown at. Yeah, and I mean, they broke the written rules. Yeah, and all they got was thrown at. Yeah, they're I, lucky. They should all be suspended. Yeah, no, I know the fact Man, that Manford covered it up for the good of the game or something like that, or to get them to roll over on everybody else. But I mean, and if you look right now, Altuve, one of the main instigators of the scandal, he's hitting under 200. Yeah. 
So basically, which, if he doesn't know what's coming, probably he can't hit it. Yeah, which is weird to think that a guy who's four foot eleven can't actually hit unless he's cheating. Because I would have just expected that uh, that he was great. Uh, are you enjoying watching? I, I, personally, for me, I'm enjoying watching baseball. I don't care that the fans aren't there because I'm not there anyway. You know? Yeah, I'm enjoying watching the baseball. The only thing that bugs me is that, like, we have we have all of our special trips that we can't take. I know. Well, I'm not going to say what they actually are. No, we'll just talk about the baseball trips. Yeah, we'll yeah. Just, we'll just we're not. Trouble. We're not going to talk about the uh, you know the the live podcast from the parking lot of the Olympic Garden in Las Vegas. That's not the show. We're talking. No, oh, no, the Olympic Garden is a strip club. Yeah, I think it's closed now. Well, but I OG, mean, they should all be open. OG was uh, <laughs> free, full nudity. Yeah, I think so. So I've heard. You know how I knew that that was a good place. What? Uh, Pendulette said it was a good place because you know he lives in Vegas. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Like a big porn. Yeah, so if if Pendulette says it's good, uh, I it worked must for be. Him. Yeah, it worked out yeah, fine. I worked for Penn and Teller. Oh yeah, I got a residual check from them the other. Day. Hey, you know what I say to that? Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> that was the name of the show. We'll be right back. Hey, we're back. Uh, yeah, and you know what I like about the way that all the uh, the way that the baseball season scheduled is that it's all like. Uh, in division and then also your interleague is also in your regional division is that no West Coast Met games. I don't have to worry about blackouts because they're not playing the Dodgers or the Angels uh, or anything like that. It's all it's all nicely contained. And uh, I don't know, it'd be interesting to see what would have happened if the what the Marlins didn't go to a strip club and the Cardinals didn't go to uh, I think they went to a casino, but then some people – it was like a riverboat casino, but then some people were like, well, it's actually an outdoor like performance venue with the same name as the riverboat. I'm like, all right, well, they still went to a thing, you know? And uh, the – who was the guy on the Clippers who like got – Yeah, he got the leave – to leave for a, um, a funeral. for a funeral, but then of course he also went to a strip club in Atlanta, yeah, which is what the Marlins did. They went right. to a strip club in Atlanta. And, yeah. and when they when they called him on it, he said he went there to get takeout wings. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure that they, they do have, curbside. They have great wings at the strip club in Atlanta. Yeah, I've uh, I've let people in on this before. You know that 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 excuse that Hooters wings are great. They're they're not even like decent. They're, they're not good, but that place isn't that fun, actually. Like People like me hang out there. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would rather go to Buffalo Wild Wings where there's no pretense that, exactly. you know. But the, the Hooters, Hooters. <laughs> the Hooters in Burbank closed. Like closed forever? Yes. Oh. Forever. You know, I. Not that I've ever been there. I went I to. Know I could walk there. I went I to. I went, yeah, well, you were not allowed in. Not allowed. You had to do curbside takeout yeah, before it was a thing. Do not serve this man. I went to uh, that that Hooters in Burbank on a – it was a non-production day. So I went with the aforementioned uh, Eddie, who was head writer of the CNBC yeah. show, and uh, uh, Chris, who was the line producer, uh, my friend Hazlett, and I think one other one of us. Uh, we went. We just went just to go because it just seemed funny to us. And it was, I've told this part of the story before. It was, it was fine. It was whatever. But then, like, our waitress, as we're, you know, settling up, she says, sorry if uh, I didn't spend a lot of time with you guys or I, I wasn't as fun as I, I usually am, but my dad just died. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Come on. Uh-oh. No, no, that no. joke gave you the Rona. And was she doing this as she was telling you? Kind of, that? yeah. And I was just like, was this a tactic to get extra tip? Because she's like, I just won't interact with them, but I'll make them feel bad. So I'll get a 30% tip. I'm sure he's very proud of you. <laughs> well, at least we know what killed him. <laughs> what did your daughter do, Frank? She's a waitress. <laughs> I remember uh, you and I went to Barney's Beanery, and I think we had we had a lot of questions for our waitress one night. Oh, yeah. I don't remember anything. I don't think it was anything inappropriate, no. but it was just like we had tried to figure her out throughout yes. the course of the night. Yeah, and uh, by the way, the, the dog next door, huge fan of, uh, of the Black Cast, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I can't. I can't really remember. But uh, this is why it's good that restaurants are closed, you know, because there's no there's no wait staff for us to harass at this point. You know, we weren't harassing though. We were genuinely interested. Yeah, we were just trying to see if we were right. Yeah, you know. Uh, let's get back to baseball for a second. Kemi Egan, I'm happy baseball's back, but I do miss going to Comiskey. And no, I'm not calling it guaranteed rate field. Good for is you. Comiskey really called Guaranteed Rate Field? Yes, I remember when it was U.S. Cellular, which also sounds stupid. Yes, like a lot of the um, a lot of the the corporate names sound dumb. City Field, you can sort of get away with because yeah. it sounds like New York City. Yeah. The best one is Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. Yeah, because if you don't live there or you don't go there, you don't know that that's a bank. You just think mm-hmm. it sounds cool, like yeah. oh, it's the Great American Ballpark. Yeah. That works. Uh, yeah, but I, you know, you, you, like it's funny because at one point in my life, Staples Center sounded ridiculous, but now it's what yeah. twenty years in, it doesn't anymore. Yeah, but like Coors Field sounds all right. That's cool. Yeah. I'm a, I'm they a changed right. Miller Park. To like, oh, they did. Yeah, it's something. It's something uh, corporate now. I can't. I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's uh, if somebody knows what it is, text it in. Yeah, just uh, mention in the chat if you know what they call Miller Park right now. I could look it up. I, I, I could look it up right here, literally. But it's just easier to look at myself in here. Yeah. I like the distancing here. I think, like, this might just become the show. Just get somebody over there, you know, the the hot seat, you know, get somebody over there. Let's see if we got an answer to our question. Uh, no, well, Cammy Egan says, yes, that is the name of it, and I fucking hate it. So, yeah. agreed. Absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to think, what is the – I know that – I, I know people have gone there as a concert venue. There's one in Providence, Rhode Island, called the Dunkin' Donuts Arena, which just doesn't roll off the tongue. Is that, didn't that used to be something Yeah, it used to be something else. It was like, yeah. Um, Petco Park isn't as stupid as it sounds. No. It's all right. It's okay, but it's a beautiful park. Yeah. And then the one in San Francisco has changed. It was Pac Bell. It was AT&T. Now it's, it's something else, right? Or, or is it, now it's AT&T. Now it's AT&T. It, 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 was, it was like... It was a different company in between those two, I think, right. you know, but I'm not that I exactly remember mail delivery. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I don't love some of the, uh, the, the corporate naming rights, but it, it can be fun. Let's see what we got here in the chat. I literally can't read it from here. Miller Park is American family field. Ugh. American family field. I don't know about that. Uh, and then uh, Salmon is like the Force perspective Lord of the Rings did to make Frodo look smaller next to Gandalf. That's true. You're like the the devil on my shoulder, the way you are right there. Or in uh, something that has come up a lot on the Dennis Miller option lately is the 
The Island of Dr. Moreau with Marlon Brando. Oh, yeah. And there's an amazing documentary about it on uh, Amazon Prime really? called Lost Souls about the director, uh, Richard Stanley. I know his last name is Stanley. And his vision for it and how they took it away from him. And then uh, Frankenheimer directed it. But just the stories about Marlon Brando and how the the like smallest man in the world ended up being in like every scene because he thought he was funny. Uh, yeah, so basically you're the like the mini me. You're the you. that guy. I meet you. Meet you, the world's smallest, world smallest man. Uh, and look at this for Corby. I work for American Family here in Iowa now for them. Oh, you're in Iowa at the moment. I'm like, I really thought you were Corby from Branson. What is, what is American Family? Yeah, is it a is it an insurance company or is it uh uh Wrigley is a corporate name, but everybody forgets that because it works. I agree. Like Wrigley Field, it's what the chewing gum, I guess. Of course, or is that yes. that family. But yeah, you don't think about it. Uh I don't know what was was, for years. was Fenway named after a family? I don't even know. No, Fenway is named because there was something it's located in the Fens. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I think it's a, I don't, uh, I could look it up, but it's part of, it like, means like some sort of swampy kind yeah. of land. Have you, uh, have you, have you been to Fenway? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's. It smells like piss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I would say Wrigley doesn't smell like piss. No, you know, they're, they're both small, similar designs. cleaned it up. Yeah. But I think, I don't think there are bathrooms at Fenway. I'm just encouraged to go right in your seat. Yeah, and uh, I'm too lazy to put the comment on the screen. Corby says it's an insurance company. It sounded like an yeah. American family. Uh, what, what's uh, what do you think is the the best of the ballparks you've been to? I mean, we've gone to some together. Peco Park is 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 I very mean, high up. That's it's my wife's favorite. Is Peco Park, by the way? Right. She yeah, hasn't been to that many. Well, she's been. She's. I've dragged her to a few. Okay. She's been to San Francisco. Uh, obviously, uh, I think New York. You have to make a, a distinction between the old school parks, yeah, and the newer parks. I mean, of the old school parks, I would have to say Wrigley. Yeah, the sure. Just wow. I mean, stunning. in terms Absolutely of stunning. in terms of like age of stadiums, it's Wrigley, uh, Fenway. And then Dodger Stadium from 1962. Yeah. Or 60, yeah. 62. I mean, Dodger Stadium is, I mean, it's, uh, they've, they've done a lot of work on it. Yeah. It's not my favorite. It's kind of dull. Yeah, but it, it, the dimensions are so similar to Shea. It's yeah. very it's very comfortable yeah. to sit in there. Well, I've been to Petco. Yeah. I've been to, uh, to AT&T. Yeah. Which that one's nice. We've, except- been, we've been to the Oakland Coliseum. Which is nasty. Yeah, and and I and and I went to an Expos game at oh, Olympic Stadium. Big O. Uh, yeah, and uh, that that place is like was like at least it was fun and it had character. But uh, it had an echo, right? Yeah. Well, the the whole upper deck was like padlocked. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, but I think that uh, you know we went to. I, I use this uh, anecdote a lot about the time that you and I went to uh, San Francisco. And it was July, but it was a night game. And it's literally the coldest I've ever been. I had been to opening day at Shea Stadium. One of those years where opening day was like March 30th. Oh, my God. And and it was windy. And gray and and drizzly. It was warmer than that night in July at, uh, at, I assume, AT&T Park. I was staying at a – Oh, no. We were – my friend Mark was generous enough to provide us with excellent, excellent seats. Yes. And – 
when they arrived, Mark and his family arrived for the game, they literally had Trader Joe bags full of sweatshirts and scarves yeah. and hats and gloves. And we needed them. <laughs> we needed them. And we were just like, oh, 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 oh. you know, whoa. It's, uh, yeah, I but mean, there's... What's really cool is right around the sixth or seventh inning, the fog starts to roll in through the outfield and start gathering because they know the game is going to end and they're ready to pounce on all the leftover garlic fries. Yeah, especially in the the outfield bleachers. Um, I've sat there late in the game where it's fairly sparsely populated, sparsely populated as well. And you have... Like the birds are landing not far from you to like, you know, they don't land and take your food, but they're really close to you. And it's just like, it's the craziest thing that I've seen. I still think Pittsburgh, the current one, PNC Park, that's probably still my favorite. I love the way that it's on the three rivers. You can see downtown Pittsburgh. The actual physical ballpark is great. And I do love me the pierogi race. The race always factors in the sausage race at Miller Park. The uh, president's race in Washington, uh, D.C., they've kind of... That was the first one. No, the first one was the sausage race. Yeah, the the, the Miller Miller Park sausage race. Or or American life. (laughs) An American life. American heating and window. American heating and window. The uh, Garden State Brickface and Stucco Coliseum. (laughs) Fugazi Cadillac. The the, uh, Apex Tech Arena. I can't call you. You have to take the first step. Uh, Corby enjoyed Coors Field because of the family section. That sounds lame, I know. Uh, you know what? I One of the things it's not, I... It's not lame. Yeah, if you go with your family, that's definitely what you want. I liked being out in, in uh, San Diego with the kids on, like, that grassy area. Oh, the knoll. Yeah, they don't... Yeah, exactly. They don't really care. So the grassy area. <laughs> yeah, I mean... And, you like, keep bobbing and weaving. We've got pictures of Felix, like, rolling down it when he was little, and, like, they had fun out there. Yeah. I think it's smart to have those sections. The interesting thing was when I went to... America Park is what they call Tiger Stadium these days. And there that was the first time I went somewhere where, like, there's a merry-go-round and I think a Ferris, go, a, a Ferris wheel. And there's, like, all this stuff. There's, like, so much stuff to do that isn't watching the game. But then when you think, like, oh, but this is for the Tigers, that's probably built into, like, let's go to the ballpark and not watch the game, yeah. you know? I think uh, the Mets could certainly use some of that uh, over the years. Uh what else is going on in the world besides uh, Ellen and baseball? That's really that's really all I follow. <laughs> I only follow Ellen because of you. I I I'm sure I, I get a lot of texts from you about this sort of stuff. But uh, and don't worry, I'm not looking up your texts right now. The ones that you can actually share with the public, you tweet out, and you can find him as you see on screen for those watching the video at Dy's Comedy. That's where you'll find uh, our pal Sal- uh, Salmon Salmon. How do I even say? Hey, Salmon. Yeah. Um, oh, I had a do something. A man in Utah was arrested for throwing his wife into a river over dinner arrangements. And my answer to that is, which wife? <laughs> because it's Utah, 
and they do polygamy there. Allegedly. Allegedly. Some people will tell you they don't. Not, every, um, not everything in America stupid happens in Florida. Utah is funny. Come on, people. Give um, Utah. I don't. Uh, I don't think you can do your Susan B. Anthony chunk right now. I don't think. Uh, I don't think that's going to play over. Look the bean Susan B. Anthony stands for. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, I can't do it. I know, but uh, tell us in the in the comments what you think the B and Susan B. Anthony stands for. I will probably not uh, oh, put it know, on the screen. You know what today is? It's What's the, up? This would have been Gene Roddenberry's 99th birthday. Really? Yes. So set your phaser. Worms eating his dead body. <laughs> the best will be when uh, you can. You'll be able to use that joke when uh, Shatner dies too. Ouch! What? It's coming. You no, know, he's gonna live forever. I think he might actually. He might. Yeah. He's got something going on. Yeah. He's made a deal. He has a Dick Clark deal going on. What, we got a comment. Yeah, but I don't quite. I don't quite understand what. Uh, what the comment was. So let's see. Oh, that's Coors Field. I have glasses, but I can't see. I, I, I don't wear it. Uh, Iowa derecho, lots of damage. See, I don't quite understand the comment. So it says Iowa derecho, lots of damage. I, I feel like Corby meant to comment on another show he's watching, but that's all right. Uh, anyway, let's see. I, I, so you, have you heard that uh, movie theaters are reopening in places that aren't Los Angeles? Yeah, at twenty five percent capacity. Uh, so, I, I I just hope it never goes back to normal. Like I want twenty five percent capacity. Absolutely. I'll I'll wear a mask while I eat my popcorn if it means less people in yep. there. I'll just sneak it in the side. Yeah, right? you cut a little hole. Yeah, but for the straw for my my gallon and a half of Coke Zero. And uh, what? Uh, what do you need to uh, go back to the movies? You just need the door to open, or no? I'm not going back to the movies ever. Not until there's a vaccine that works. It's not. It's not worth it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay twenty five dollars between my ticket and my popcorn, and I don't know whether I'm going to walk out of there. You know, sick to the point of being hospitalized. You know, to watch uh, Crazy Rich Asians too. Not that there's See, anything. No, you know, it's all right. You know, yeah, I'm just saying. The problem is, is that I pre I pre bought my tickets to Crazy Rich Asians too, so I'm gonna have to show up when it opens. Okay. Uh, have you considered going to the drive-in? Uh, Heather and I took the kids out to the one in Pomona, the drive-in in Pomona. Really? Yeah, and uh, we went to uh, one of uh, our mutual favorite eateries beforehand, which is designed for the pandemic times. We Sonic. went to Sonic because the whole point is you don't get out of your car. Here's your food. Now, eat it inside your car, you disgusting pig. That's right. Don't get out. Yeah. I will shoot you. <laughs> and, uh, and then you go to the drive-in, and you also don't get out of your car. What did you see? Uh, we took the kids, so we went and saw uh, Trolls World Tour. It was a kids' movie. Uh, they liked it. They thought it was fun. They still, they there's still away. a joke that they quote from it. They stayed away? Yeah. There was a, it was a double bill. We did not stay for the second film. Okay, but still. Yeah, but they stayed awake for the first one. You yeah. Got a five year old and a two year old. So yeah. I figured in the dark. But would you, would you go? You know, they'll, they'll do some, like, uh, some retro stuff. Uh, you know, they had like Goonies, they had Gremlins. There was, they had Robocop and Terminator. And I was like, double ooh. Feature? Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. I, it'd be Throw tough. in, um, 
Ah, uh, I forgot the Schwarzenegger movie. He's on Mars. Get your ass to Mars. Uh, what is that one called? Uh, the Mars movie. Uh, Sharon made, Stone's in it, right? They made it twice. Oh yeah, they did do that again. Uh, let's see. Let's see if uh, Siri's good for anything. Hey Siri, what's the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he goes to Mars? Nothing. What is she? Okay, then. Thanks, Siri. <laughs> Siri, what's the movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to Mars? In the old days, I would have just taped it. Typed it. Total Recall. Get your ass to Mars. See, I remember that. I couldn't remember. I didn't have Total Recall when it comes to Total Recall. Oh, uh, again, I don't have the... I don't have the... Uh, uh, I think you should go to an electronic. Cam, Cam Egan uh, is uh, a dollar late and a dollar short with Total Recall, as is Dominica Saxon. Saxon, whoa, hot take from Dominica Saxon. Total Recall, the remake was so much better. Uh, Colin oh. Farrell was in that. I almost said Colin Firth. That would have been a very different movie. I never saw it. I didn't movie. see it either. I mean, the original has Ronnie Cox. And I love me some Ronnie Cox. Ronnie Cox is... Uh, fantastic in uh, Beverly Hills Cop, but then where's he a bad guy? He's like a really... Is that the movie where he's a bad guy? There's something else... No, he's the, he's the captain in Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah, no, but in something else, he's the bad guy, right? He had that good turn in uh, Next Generation. Oh, yeah, when... Uh, it was when, when Picard yes. when Picard was with the Borg, right? Right, right. I forgot about that, yeah. And uh, he's the one who got Troy to wear a real uniform... And stops showing so much cleavage. And that's what made him the real villain. The rest of the season, the rest of the series, she always wore uh, the uniform. Whoa, Ronnie Cox was in Deliverance. Okay. We'll move on from that, though. Um, There was something recently where, I mean, more recently, where he was the bad guy, I thought. He's dead. Yeah, I don't mean like yesterday. But... um, He has with Gene Roddenberry. Death. (laughs) Oh, Ronnie Cox is in the, the 1990 Captain America movie. Which, uh, if you've never seen that Captain America movie, uh, (laughs) it's really just, uh, I haven't seen that. I didn't know there was. Well, so Captain America is played by a guy named, uh, Matt Salinger, who is the poor man's Mark Singer. And yes, (laughs) I know what I'm saying. I'm not taking that back. I feel pretty strongly that he's the poor man's Mark Singer. (laughs) And, um, yeah, it, uh, oh, it's so, it's so bad. And that's why people who it drives, it drives me crazy when people don't understand why nerds like me get so excited for good comic book movies because there were so many bad ones. Like, but even the bad ones are good ones. Not that. That Captain America is like hysterical, but there's also a bad Punisher with Dolph Lundgren from 1987. Really? Yeah. I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> We got a. That's a film festival. Now that's the that's the movies that will get me out to the drive-in. You get the Roger Corman Fantastic Four, the Matt Salinger Captain America, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher, uh, and only Superman three, the one with uh, Richard Pryor in it. Not the not the good ones. Just Superman three. Actually, Superman four is pretty terrible too, with uh, John Cryer. Yes. And yes. and Superman decides he's going to get rid of all the nuclear weapons. Yes. And the fact that they bring back Gene Hackman and that movie is still terrible. Yes. I mean, I think that tells us everything uh, we need to know. Uh, let's see. Jason uh, uh, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Movies that shouldn't have been remade. Are you talking about Total Recall? 
should you and Corby get into a fight about it? Uh, I I would like to see that. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen the the the, the remake. I have. So we got down this rabbit hole because I said, "Would you go to the drive-in?" Oh no, just no circumstances. No, what for? Uh, growing up, I I had a drive-in. Yeah, it's I actually drive-in. Yeah, the there um, it's actually still open. The Warwick Drive-in in Warwick, New York. If you want to head out that way, it's uh, right. Uh, stories uh, about Traction Park, the world's most dangerous. Yeah, class action park. Yeah, there's a there's a great book that's out now and a documentary too for those that don't like to read about just all the injuries and lawsuits and just all the yeah. problems they had there. But so thought, that, that drive-in still if open. Thought, if you thought New York city was dangerous right now, <laughs> just go, thought, just, just leave your kids at action park for an afternoon yeah. and be like, all right, well, I'll see what's left of you when I come yeah. get you at six. Make sure you've got Jacob and Ronnie on speed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, we would go to the drive-in you know, somewhat regularly. I, I know for a fact that, the I don't know if this is actually the first movie I was at, but I think it was. I was at the the re-release of Star Wars, the 1979 re-release. But I really had to go to the bathroom. And it drove my dad crazy, the fact that I had to go to the bathroom. He had to stop watching the movie. And I was like, but haven't you seen this already? Even then I knew. Like, come on. It's like I knew that one day I would appreciate it. But, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I saw movies all the way through, like, high school there. Um and, uh, you know, occasionally you might bring a date to the drive-in. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, a guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> I said date. You know, what? When I got to connect those dots? Uh, but I don't know. I like the drive-in. And right now it's the only option to see a, a, a movie if I want. I mean, yes, within my home, sure. But there are movies that aren't going to come out. Uh, I saw a bus ad today for Tenet. Yeah, Tenet is going to come out in theaters in places that have theaters and Dominicus Saxon, our friend, he lives in Idaho and I think theaters, they never closed or at least they've been open most of this time. He's ready for tenant. As long as new mutants ends up at the drive-in, I'm going to the drive-in for new mutants. I've waited for this movie for two years. I will go see it, but there's uh, somebody sent me a message on Twitter from somebody who's a bigger nerd than I am. And I'll tell you how you can tell they want to see new mutants. So they bought tickets for opening night in Vegas where movie theaters are going to be open. So they're going to drive from Los Angeles to Vegas to go see New Mutants at the movie theater. And look, I'm all for a trip to Vegas. But, I mean, unless they're showing it at the parking lot of the aforementioned Olympic Garden, I don't think my drive to Vegas would be for New Mutants. But Have you actually been to the OG? Um, I've been to the OG. Let's just say no, I haven't ever been there. Nasty. I haven't been. I mean, there are there are upscale strip clubs, of course. Not that not that I would know. Not that you would. Not know. that I would know. But there are upscale strip clubs. But this was not one of those things. It made Jumbo's Clown Room look like the pole. Oh, Jumbo's Clown Room. Where, like, instead of putting dollar bills on the stage, you make it rain with quarters. That's right. Maybe some nickels. Ding. Uh, let's see. So uh, Jason's back. Uh, oh, look at the Punisher with Dolph as an action movie that happens to use the name Punisher, and it isn't that bad. Here's the problem with that: is that I was so excited to see that character on the screen, and I think the Thomas Jane movie that they did and the Netflix series uh, I thought were fantastic. So I think that you can do that character really well in a movie, uh, just so long as you don't, you know. 
cast Ivan Drago to play him. I can't imagine that, uh, you know, he was much better in that Masters of the Universe movie. Uh, Dominica Saxon is uh, speaking about movie theaters, and he actually says they've been closed since the end of March, but AMC is opening tomorrow, Dominica Saxon says. Uh, no, tenants not until early September. I may go this weekend, but if the masks versus popcorn eating is a hassle, I won't go back. Dominica Saxon, if you go tomorrow when it opens, I believe all your movies are 15 cents that day. They're doing uh, 2020 movie tickets at 1920 prices. Look, I can't go. They're not open near me. And let's just say it wouldn't be a welcome decision in my household if I decided to go to a movie theater tomorrow. But you can go. I'll, you know, here's what I'll do. I'll Venmo you the 15 cents. All right. I'm not buying your popcorn. That's on you. But I will pay you 15 cents if you go to the movies tomorrow. But I just want you to uh, tell us all about it. Scan your, your receipt. And text it to Chris. Yeah. So we know you win. Exactly. We need the proof. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, Jason says, how can you not love the long flying camera shot in a sewer to see a naked Dolph Lundgren? I mean, that's the only part that does matter. Really? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, and, oh, yeah. That's oh. in there. Yeah. And then uh, Corby also loves the uh, Punisher on Netflix. Uh, and the ticket is 15 cents. The popcorn is still thirty nine ninety nine. Thank you. Well played, Dominica Saxon. Well played. Um, so I don't know. Uh, so no in-person movie theaters, no drive-in for you. No. Uh, when, uh, Bill and Ted three is available day and date video on demand. Will you, uh, and I'm using that as an example, but a movie that comes out in theaters and then also on demand, would you rent a movie for $20? No. Okay. Cause you've got enough other stuff to watch. Like I got baseball to watch. And Star Trek Lower Decks? Star Trek. I, don't, I haven't seen Star Trek Lower Decks. I, I haven't either. Um, I, I'm not excited about it. Let's put it that way. I'm not a huge um, canon, strict Star Trek guy. But I think that's... A, in fact, I was watching Voyager and Enterprise last night on the H&I channel. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Heroes and Icons. Wow, the H and I channel. H and A and D. Yeah. I Which, by the way, this is the H and I show because right. we are both heroes and icons. And icons yeah. Right. And uh, I mean, neither one of them is particularly canon, but I, I think Lower Decks goes lower. <laughs> do you and think? On, and on Gene Roddenberry's birthday, like, do you think that Star Trek: The Animated Series was canon? With yes. episodes like More Tribbles, More Troubles. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the fact that we got a return from Cyrano Jones in that episode. So I actually good. I actually like the uh, the animated series, uh, the Star Trek animated series. They used to show it on Nickelodeon when I was a kid, and there weren't that many of them. It's on all access. Well, now, I'm just talking about, like, yeah, back I'm in the day, I would yeah. see it when I was a kid, and I'm like, this isn't that bad. No, it's not that Yeah, but it, I think, who, who wasn't there? Sulu wasn't there. I think Uhura wasn't there. Uh oh. Gene Roddenberry should have been canceled. Look at the cast that he kept. Uh, yeah, Gene Roddenberry would get canceled today, I think. No. No, I'm just I'm kidding. Come on. Come on. He would have been 99 today. Uh, <laughs> well, what's he doing now instead? He's getting eaten by worms. Uh, and uh, yeah, Jason agrees that uh, they should have done more. I, uh, Punisher movies with Thomas Jane. They did another one where 
I think John Travolta played Jigsaw. Um, it is the Punisher War Zone is uh, not good. I don't know what else to say about it. But the Netflix shows. Did you watch uh, any of the Marvel Netflix shows, or you don't? You don't need your superheroes in your home. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't know. Maybe you like Daredevil enough, you know? I watched a couple of Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't for the story content. No, I thought it was pretty good. Actually. I like her. Yeah. I thought it was Kristen Ritter's good. good. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. What else are we looking forward to? So we get, we're getting a, a season three of Discovery in the fall. And um, have you and I talked about uh, Picard on here? I think we might have. We probably have. We probably touched on it. Are you excited for a season two whenever they're able to go back into production? Picard? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I'm just seeing if there's anything else going on. I'm not, like, checking my phone. Well, you're checking your phone because, you know, we've got, like, nine minutes left. And then oh, we're going to okay. say goodbye to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I, I at least got to get an hour out of out of, uh, out of this no, stream. Picard is good. I like the tone. I like the acting. I like the writing. Um, you know, Discovery. I didn't like second season. I thought it was very overwritten. Hmm. They, you know, they were really trying to, you know, the Red Angel and who is it and. I didn't like the way that was resolved. And I am, I, I think I'm in the minority here, but I think time travel stories were lazy writing. It's so easy. Yeah. Say, oh, I know what to do. Let's just go back in time or go forward in time. You know, like when Superman used to fly around the earth backwards. You know, well, to, I mean, you, like, you've just <laughs> isolated what I don't like about Superman, uh, apart from his uh, dashing good looks. Is just the fact that if you if you fuck up enough, you just fly backwards around the world exactly. and you undo it. Exactly. And I like those kind of stakes and consequences. I mean, I, I obviously I can be partial to your time travel stories, uh, X Men Days of Future Past, where they're trying to get from this desolate bleak. It's almost like trying to get from. It's like a pre Terminator Terminator, you know, because that it was written in 1980. Just this idea that the future is so bad. Let's try to go back and see if we can isolate the moment that'll prevent it from happening. But butterfly effect. It doesn't it's not Yeah. Um I liked season two of Discovery because I really liked Anson Mount as uh, Captain oh, Pike. Yeah, I really liked Anson Mount. And I thought that the, the Spock was decent. I uh, that guy's really, Ethan Peck. It, I thought he was really good and that is a tough act to follow. That is really a hard act to follow because Zachary Quinto was pretty good. Too. I thought he was great, yeah. yeah. Uh, Douglas Heimbinger uh, Bigner says the this Black Hats is like the Beatles reunion. Um, it's more like a Beatlemania reunion. It's not really a Beatles reunion. It's a, it's a reunion of the Ruddles. <laughs> I like the Ruddles. Okay. Uh, and uh, Corby, I, I, I don't know Corby to be uh, much of a comic book uh, fan, but uh, he liked Daredevil on Netflix too. Uh, yeah, the, the seasons one and three of Daredevil are good, but season two of Daredevil has the Punisher in it, and uh, as, they, a, as a hero. Or no, as as a, as a vigilante that uh, okay. Daredevil tries to stop. He's an anti-hero. Yeah, John Bernthal, who people know from The Walking Dead, he's the Punisher in Daredevil, and then also two seasons of his own mm-hmm. series, and he's great. There's a scene in season two of Daredevil. I think it's episode four where they're in. A graveyard, just the two of them talking, and I was like, "This is the best thing I've seen on TV all year, much less super best superhero thing." Uh, but I, you know, I don't get out much; I don't see a lot of TV, so what do I know? 
Uh, so that's what we've got coming a little bit. But uh, are, are, are you looking forward to figuring out what Tenet is? Or will you in six months just watch it on a screen like the size of your phone? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, I've stopped going to a lot of movies. Yeah, I've, I've noticed you don't go as much as you used to. I, yeah. And I, I live within walking distance of a movie complex. Yeah, you, you could go to, let's see. Burbank 16. 16, the Burbank 8, and the Burbank, and 6. The Burbank 6. Yeah, so. That's 30 screens within walking distance of my shithole of an apartment. And, uh. Which, by the way, the, this is a good time to announce the uh, David Weiss walking tour of Burbank, oh, where people yeah. can go walk around all the, the shitty places. They can go to places we go to lunch. Yeah. You go to Philly's Best. You go to Buffalo Wild Wings. It's a foodie tour. Uh, yeah. Where else do we go? Oh, uh, Pinocchio's. That's right. Oh, my God. I love Pinocchio's. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, a Felix was a week old when we took him to Pinocchio's. The picture popped up on my Facebook memories recently. Uh, a little spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah. What do we got here? Uh, comment was, Dominica Saxon, not a comic book guy, but the Netflix Punisher, Daredevil, Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage was great. And even Jessica Jones was unbelievably cool in that order. Uh, Luke Cage, I think they did a great job with. Uh, the, uh, yeah. He had his own show. Yeah, Luke yeah. Cage had two seasons as well. Yeah, yeah. So most of those only got two seasons. Uh, no one uh, is mentioning Iron Fist, which uh, I'm uh, in a very small minority of uh, people. He was a goofball, right? Uh, I mean, he's got the strongest fist in the world. Right. So he was a goofy guy, right? Not really. He's not supposed to be. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, you know, that's the uh, Star Trek Lower Decks version of him, is uh-huh. that he's a bit of a goofball. Um, so uh, where – we've got a couple of minutes, but where can people keep in touch with you? It's on the screen, but for people listening to the audio, they don't know where to keep in touch well, with you. Well, you can reach me at D-Wise Comedy on the Twitter. And uh, do you give out the Insta, or do you not really use that? Uh, I Insta is – I think it's D-Wise Picks. Yeah, P-I-X, uh, P-I-X, which reminds me of W-P-I-X in New York. That's true. And uh, obviously, uh, I'm a, a little younger, but do you remember the video game they used to play on W-P-I-X called Picks? You would call in on your phone, and it would be like a like a, a like combat or like Pong, just like a simple, you're trying to shoot. So when you would try to shoot, you would be on your phone, and you'd say, Picks, Picks. And you try and win prizes. I have to see. I, I talked to uh, Christian Toto about this a few oh, years ago. Man. I think I found video of, of picks yeah, on there. Pat Harvey in it? Uh, is it have what? Pat Harvey. Pat Har- oh, Pat Harvey from yeah. WPIX. Wow. I think she moved on from uh, WPIX. On. She moved on to the grave. So oh, and where is she now? She's taking the big dirt nap with Gene Roddenberry. Oh, I, you know, her estate is uh, actually a, a huge fan. All right, so the the visual is going to be lost on this. But. So this is just telling us about it. Okay, you have 30 seconds to play. Just say picks to score by hitting the moving target. Ready? Go. So you're on the phone and you say picks. Channel 11 would broadcast and then tell and I just want people to see it. Like, you'd basically call into this uh, this video game, like, via your phone. And, uh, it, I don't know, it's, uh, look, it's part of my childhood, all right? Don't judge me, because I, I will not judge you. Um, 
I don't know how we got onto that. Yo, D.Y.'s Picks on Instagram. Instagram. But you don't do a lot of Instagram, right? I don't do a lot of Instagram. I'm very, 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 very busy, as you know. So I can I tweet out uh, lots of things. You were telling me about your your like three hour naps. Uh, so that's yeah. part of what's keeping you that's busy. Keeping me busy in the heat. Sometimes, you know, if you take a three hour nap, you're groggy for the rest of the day. It's fantastic. Uh, we're getting some uh, late comments on Iron Fist. Dominica Saxon forgot that one. I liked it too. Tied for fourth place. Uh, I watched a couple episodes of Iron Fist, Corby says, just didn't have time. And finally, we have the Iron Fist character for Disney Infinity. I assume Disney uh, Infinity, It sound, that sounds like a video game or some kind of online thing. I am um, not smart when it comes to that stuff. I, uh, I'm like uh, Atari 2600 slash Nintendo NES, the first Nintendo home system from like 1987. Uh, that's that's basically right where my my knowledge of video games ends. Yeah, my video game knowledge has never begun. I have no knowledge of it. I never even played Pong. Um, we did have Pong, uh, which was a lot like Pix, uh, yeah. as as but we're Pong. seeing. Yeah, Pix Pong. Pix Pong. Pix Pong. Uh, I went to a Chinese restaurant called Pix Pong. I knew you were going to say something along those it's lines, Mon- but it's Monterey Park, spicy. <laughs> Pix Pong is very spicy. Very spicy. Yeah, you have to you have to be very careful. Uh, so, I think that uh, this was fun, right? I mean, we could uh, we could put a third chair over there and have Absolutely. Melissa talk to us about the baseball playoffs. Absolutely. Uh, it'll be more fun than having the the little uh, the the quad split, as they say in the Which in the was invented by Jerry. The quad split was invented by Jerry Lewis? Yes. What was he, what did he have? When he was acting and directing, he needed to go behind the camera and see what was going on. So he invented the quad split so he could see himself and and direct at the same time. That was the day the clown split. Yeah, the clown split. uh, Let's see, one last comment. Corby, not a big gamer, but I like to play with my six-year-old. Yeah, I can imagine uh, fa- falling into that category at some point in the near future, especially because a year from now I'll have a six-year-old. So uh, anyway, this was fun. Uh, I just uh, you know decided let's give this a try. We'll sit out on the patio. Yeah. Very socially and emotionally distant. Uh, always fun to uh, have David Weiss, Salmon himself over here. And uh, next time, why don't we let them watch us eat lunch? Because we ate lunch before we yeah. started the stream. Yeah, we had Christian. We have the the laptop is propped up on Christian's barbecue. Believe it or not, he's here. We go. There's a professional grill right there. A little little uh, char broil type thing. We had some sausages. We had a little skyline chili. That's had, right, skyline chili. I had a brewski. And uh, I'm so loose. and my wife came out for a little bit, and, and then she went, and then she went back in the dungeon where she belongs. The murder room. Yeah, that's right. The back of my garage, we do have a room we call the murder room because it's a storage room, but it's encased in concrete. Right. So you, so after we kill somebody, we yeah. just brick it up. Yeah, you then, don't ever hear the screams. That's the, the craziest thing of the house. We yeah. find the bone. Yeah, no, I mean my my Law and Order spec was based on this house. Actually. Is that what Nigel Roddenberry did to Jews? <laughs> 
uh, Magil Roddenberry. Is it Magil or Magil? I actually don't know how you say it. Yes, welcome back to Blackcast 396. Back because it's been a week, but uh, what a week. So much more to talk about with the man, the myth, the legend, Shalman himself, David Weiss on Twitter at Weiss Comedy. Uh, for our audio listeners, welcome back. You, you were gone for like a few seconds. But uh, for our YouTube friends, hi. Say, say hello to the nice people, Sal. What's up, America? So, so many things were happening in the week since then. <clears throat> and I, we were just texting so much about so many things. It was like, no, 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 we got we to get the band back together. And we're the band. Uh, we're the Thompson twins, I guess. I'm the bassist and the drummer. <laughs> Do I never get laid? <laughs> so basically, we're going to try and go through the past week. And we're going to start with, look, it's a delicious story because of the fact that someone who should know better, uh, what do they say about every microphone, Sal? Every microphone is hot. This mic right here? Hot, hot right now. Hot. Hot. Yeah. I would never say anything untoward. Hot, hot, hotter than hell. This mic is hot right now. And Tom Brenneman, been a broadcaster for a long time. His dad, Marty Brenneman, is was the voice of the Cincinnati Reds. He should certainly know better than when you know you're like 10 seconds out from coming back from commercial. There's some things you might throw around. Maybe some, uh, you know, body talk, locker room talk. But... A slur for a homosexual with the word starting with F. That's that's not good thinking, is it? I mean, he like, he literally was right back. At, it's like poor, it's poor judgment. Very poor judgment. So that hot mic caught it, and uh, within the same broadcast, he was apologizing, making sure that we understood that he was a man of faith, which you don't quite know what that has to do with anything. I do know that the Westboro Baptist Church used to go by a name that uh, incorporated God and that same word he used. So maybe he was trying to make that point. I don't quite know what that meant. But, uh, Sal, what is your white-hot take well, on Tom Brenneman? There's several things, Christian. The first thing is, you know, he's only been suspended. He hasn't been fired. So I think the Reds are waiting for this whole thing to blow over. <laughs> well... Look, uh, he's not going to be doing NFL on Fox, and uh, I don't know that they're going to use him for any Fox games for baseball. The Cincinnati Reds have, let's say, well, I was going to say a colorful history, but it's a little bit of a colorless history, I suppose. I mean, this is the organization that brought us Marge Schott. So, you know, if she saw it, if she, if her ghost heard these comments, she'd be like, yeah, and, and right. what's the problem? Right. You know, I always imagine her like uh, either – Clara Peller or the uh, the where's the beef lady or more like uh, the the mom from Goonies, the yeah. creepy like pirate mom. So, yeah, I think that uh, he might keep his job within the organization. And you and I were talking about this. It's a it, Fox Sports Ohio is, is who he's employed by. And I was thinking that, well, Fox is connected to Disney. But you had the point that these regional sports Channels are Sinclair. They're not owned by Disney. <clears throat> no, Sinclair. He he may keep keep his job. Might want to just put him on. He put might him. Get a, might get a promotion. 
might put him on ice until next season. Yeah. You know, but, as you uh, said, let it blow over. Blow up. And as part of his punishment at this point in time, he's got to go to brunch every day, <laughs> wear nothing but tank tops, and he's going to renovate a craftsman in Echo Park with his new best friend, Connor. <laughs> Uh, you know, and then a lot of FaceTiming with Mike Pence. FaceTime you know? with Mike Pence. Uh, Corby Piet. Piet? Piet? I forget now. In the chat. Just so you know, I like being here with you guys, but I'm also watching Teen Titans Go with my son, so you better bring it. You're competing for my attention. I uh, By no means am I anywhere as entertaining as Animated Cyborg. I did see Teen Titans Go to the movies back when we could actually go to the movies. Uh, and uh, I've never seen the show, but I like it. I think it's a fun. I would I, no, but I mean, I saw that movie. I would much rather see Teen Titans go than Titans on uh, DC Universe. The gritty Titans with a Robert who says "fuck Batman." It's from the trailer, not made up, not made up at all. He says "fuck Batman." <laughs> uh oh. Gave Sal the Rona. Um, anyway, uh, so I don't know. I think, you know, look, he did his apology. He's been suspended. But his first apology was actually fairly entertaining to watch because he had to call a home run in the middle of it. He's like, you know, I'm deeply, deeply sorry if I offended anyone way, way back there and that's gone. Uh, obviously that's not a reflection of who I am. Uh, and also, uh, Corby, I absolutely love it. Teen Titans go everything. I learned about buying a used car. I learned from Robin. Um, (laughs) I think, uh, he must be referring to Burt Ward working at an actual car dealership, (coughs) car dealership, Salmon, Salmon. Car dealership. Uh, so that was uh, that was topic number one. That uh, I I was so mad that that happened that night. Uh, the, we talked a lot about the Mets, and uh, of course they uh, had a player and a coach test positive for COVID uh, the same night that we did the show. And uh, in true Mets fashion, they just missed a few games and they're right back at it. Season's not over. No. We still have to live through it. That's true. Yeah. And, like every season. Yeah. And uh, I, one of the one of the newspaper writers from New York said uh, the Mets are playing another game tonight. Maybe they'll show up for it. So, uh, you know, they did not have a good uh, first first day back. Two bad games, uh, 14 bad innings against the Marlins. So but they're back at it now. Uh, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, they're going to play all 60 games. I, I won't even get one game reprieve from this Mets season and then they'll miss the playoffs and I'll be like, great. Why did I invest all that time? Uh, another big topic was uh, uh, the Ron Jeremy has been in the news a lot. He has been in the news a lot. And uh, one of the things that we've heard recently is that he is a hoarder. Chris, do you know what you hoards? I don't. Joy. <laughs> Shine your light, Hedgehog. <laughs> The hedgehog. Yes. The justice, no cop. <laughs> I think that's a, the tattoo that he has there. Uh, and uh, what were you saying before uh, about uh, – uh, you said something about Ron Jeremy. Uh, well, whatever you do, yeah. Christian, do not Google what did Ron Jeremy do to earn the nickname 
the hedgehog. <laughs> Wowee, America. <laughs> and, uh, and what can Ron Jeremy do? He can do anything he wants. He has a 10-inch cock. He doesn't and, care. I mean, we can't, we can't relate. So, uh, what else? What's that? His ball sack is bigger than mine. Yeah. <laughs> They're Which all, they're all like this, America. And Jacob Downey with a very important question: Does he hoard whores? I don't know actually, but uh, his apartment isn't big enough. But good question for a good good title for a possible series: Hoard whore, whore hoarders. Whore, whore. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so that could be uh, you know, ladies of the evening. Um, let's see. So that was next. Uh, I, I think I want to save the granddaddy of them all for uh, for the end. Uh, what else? What else? Have you, what else has been on your mind, Sal? Well, I was watching the RNC. That's the uh, the uh, the Republican National Convention. Yes. And I, this is the way. This is our our Letterman interaction. Hey, Paul, you uh, you like the RNC? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah great. Yeah, it's great, Dave. Anyway, I was watching Melania. Is it Melania or Melania? Melania. Melania, Melania Trump. Trump. Or is our first lady. She was. She is our first lady. Like Flotus. Yeah. Flotus, yeah. Flotus, as they say. Yeah, she's Flotus. And uh, where did Flotus get that dress, Christian? The Armani Navy store? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely from the Castro collection. And yeah. her delivery, stiffer than Dolly Wharton, Dolly Parton's <laughs> underwire. Oh, I stepped on my Dolly Wharton. Dolly oh, Wharton. we were so close. Stiffer, but Stiffer than me. Seeing the Farrah Fawcett poster for the first time <laughs> at Spencer Gifts. Ah. Stiffer than Kobe. <laughs> Too oh, soon? No, what? I don't think so. Oh, no, that's a, that's a national tragedy. What are you doing? I, oh. Time plus tragedy equals. There's a. To, to keep it on the talk show host theme, yes. this is when Kevin Eubanks would say, oh, that's cold, Jay. And then he'd go like, you know, he would or, just move on from it. In the beginning, when Jay would uh, tell a somewhat racist joke, he would look to Branford for <sighs> approval. Yeah. And Branford would be like. Yeah. Well, that's that's how Branford, Kevin Eubanks got his job. <laughs> yeah. Branford would not dance for the man. No, he, he would not. And uh, I, I still don't know how Stuttering Job got uh, Ed Hall's job, but he did. Yeah, he, did. He, he had that announcer job at some point. Which well, uh, one more note on Melania? Oh yeah, yeah. You know she's a foreigner. I've heard that. And foreigners are different. Mm-hmm. Different is bad. Okay. Melania. <laughs> well, that, that is from the. Uh, beat that? that yes, okay. yes, because it is go from get, the Salmon's Greatest Hits. So go you should get a pencil and paper. Okay, go ahead. We'll wait. Lane's a foreigner. Mm-hmm. Foreigners are different. Mm-hmm. Different is bad. Lane is bad. All right. Well, you all right. I said it twice. You said it twice. To make it nice. <laughs> Uh, so who else have you seen on the, uh, RNC? I know we weren't talking about it before, but did you see, uh, glassy eyed Don Jr. The first night? I did see glassy yeah. Jr. I think he was snorting coke off of Kimberly Kilfoyle's taint. The hell was that? His eyes were watery, well, sniffing. Yeah. One of the uh, one of the best memes I saw was uh, Kimberly Guilfoyle when she was carrying on. She had her arms up, but they had turned her into I, I don't I, I don't I legitimately don't know Power Rangers, but whoever like the oh, the mystic you 
Rita Repulsa. Yeah, they turned her into that. Yeah. So how do you know that? It's my job. I was going to say, I should know more Power Rangers. So. Well, yeah, you've got a five-year-old. You should know Power Rangers. Yeah, but it would be like whatever Power Rangers are now, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I am, I am like a five-year-old. That's, why I, that's what I know. Hung like a five-year-old? I'm hung like a five-year-old. I'm actually, I'm hung like a raisin <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, I saw those. Uh, who else did you see besides uh, Don Jr.? Well, let me refer to these non-pieces of jokes I, that I have in front of me. Yeah. Well, we also saw Mr. Mike Pompeo. Oh, yeah, I saw Secretary that he was there. State Mike Pompeo. Yeah, Secretary of State and was he there. He was speaking from Israel, and he uh, solved the Palestinian problem by eating them. <laughs> Big man, <laughs> and then I believe he devoured the whaling wall as an after dinner mint. Wall, yes. As an after dinner mint, yes. yes. Uh, Corby uh, joining in here was. Can I be the Green Ranger and Jacob stiffer than Jeffrey Epstein? Who I'm assuming you're on, you mean you're on now? The right, you're on the right track. I assume you mean that right now. Two levels. Yeah, because I'm like, at what point in his life uh, is, is that? Uh, Jeffrey, and by the way, you misspelled it. It's Jeffrey Epstein, who definitely did not get his full name in there. And I just think it's important. That's part of their pizza parlor. Pizza Gate. Cannibalism yeah. ring. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they made such a big deal about Pizza Gate. I mean, had they not been to a Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, what else? Oh, so yeah, Mike Pompeo. Yes. Uh, I don't know who's speaking tonight. Is not the Donald. Uh, that's tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, Today's night three, right? So I think it's uh, Willie Ames because Scott Bayo was busy. Uh, yeah. Antonio Sabato Sr. Kirk Cameron, maybe? Yeah, Kirk, Kirk could be. I've had lovely conversations on the phone with Kirk Cameron. I mean, well, because he used to be on the radio show. Oh, all right. Yeah. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Yeah, sure. He's just clinically insane. I mean, you know. Squirrels right there. Oh my goodness gracious! He's very close. He's like, I want to get on the blackcast. You, know, you guys can't see him, but he's right got there. A barbecue right here. Yeah, well, the, the, the laptop is sitting on the barbecue. I know, but I'm just thinking we could <laughs> we could have varmint for barbecue. So I'll just close it. Yes, and then while it's closed, I'll light it. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's called living large. Uh oh, living large. Ah, uh, now that I'll tell you what that is right there. That's living large. That's Portillo's at 2 p.m. on an afternoon. You go live in large. Live in large. I'll get the uh, beef and cheddar and the Maxwell Polish sausage. Yeah. That's live in large. Oh, Christian, this just yeah. in. Yo, okay. What's in? The only Native American on death row mm-hmm. is going to be executed. And to honor his heritage, he has requested to be killed in the gas teepee. <laughs> Now, this is uh, the usual talk Thank show you. host moment where you go like, <clears throat> this is what used to happen when, when Dennis would be on Bill O'Reilly. He was like, Miller, I don't even know what that means when he's like, oh, I can't comment on that. Miller, I don't even know what that means. Uh, Sal, I don't even know what that means. Oh, my gosh. A humble painter live in the chat. Mike Keyball says, Sal. And let's see who else we got. Uh, large as the bears. Exactly, Jacob. The, the bears. The bulls. The bears, the hawks, the cubs. Oh, I said, uh, Jacob, I stepped on your joke. Sorry. So it was large as the bears, losing streak. So, 
and they're supposed to be good, which is something this year. Worse. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, 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 I can't let myself get excited for the uh, NFL season. Um, that's just me. Uh, but uh, when there's nothing else to watch, all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> come November. Uh, what else? Uh, what else has been on your mind? Well, Christian, tell me more. We have Mr. Jerry Falwell Jr. I look only. Once in a lifetime, does a story like this fall in your lap? And it was his dad. And then somehow you get an even better story. And I mean, this is the, this is an instance where the sequel is way better than the original. Yep. So let's see. So Jerry Falwell Jr., president of Liberty University. uh, The allegation was made that he was being extorted by, by, by the pool boy whom was having a, a long-standing affair with Mrs. Falwell Jr. That's yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, and the allegation from the pool, pool boy is that Jerry Falwell Jr. like to watch. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 don't know, I don't have any fault for Mrs. Falwell Jr. in this situation. I think if she wants to do something outside of her marriage, why not get railed by a 20-year-old pool boy? You know, now to her, it's like, wait, you want me to do what? Great. You sit in the chair and do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah I, I literally don't care. This is going to be the first time in my life I'm actually satisfied. <laughs> so you do what you need to, Jerry Falwell Jr. She just calls him Jr. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, the, the story is that he says that he was not involved and the wife has issued a statement that he was not. that he that that uh, it was just between the two of them right and i don't know what does a 29 year old uh, pool boy uh, have to lie about what, what's the game here you know uh so i don't know I, I i choose to believe what's funniest to me which is him in his speedos watching in the closet yeah with the red light blinking <laughs> Because he's filming it, too. And he's live streaming it. Live streaming it. To Mike Pence. Right. And Tom Brenneman. There you go. By the way. Tie that up in a little bow. Thank by you. The way, yes. Liberty University is giving him a $10.5 million buyout. Man, that is some golden shower. Parachute. <laughs> parachute. I meant parachute. <laughs> Jeez. Slip of the tongue. Uh, oh, by the way, Jerry, it's not gay if you and the pool boy never made eye contact. <laughs> so you got that going for you. I, I don't know. I mean, look, it's, uh, I guess, and the only other thing you can think about about that is liberty, liberty, liberty. Um, I don't, um, I don't it, what's not to love about that story? It's, there's everything. It's got everything for everybody. It's got sex. It's got money. It's got a pool. Everyone loves a pool. <laughs> it's uh, true. Sex, money, pool, lying, oh, cheating, yeah. Yeah. stealing. It's fantastic. Yeah. And don't forget, this was the guy that opened up Liberty University. So they had complete COVID-19 all over the place. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, he's a genius. 
Jerry Falwell Jr. Well, yeah. Look at how he's landing on his feet. Well, $10.5 million. Yeah. For watching his wife fuck a pool boy. <laughs> well, wow. how do I get that deal? The <laughs> Which part of the deal? Being the pool boy, being the wife, or being Jerry Falwell Jr.? Personally, I'd send I, up for, I, I would sign up for any of it. Any of those three people, I'm I, interested. I want to be Jerry Falwell Jr. Because I'll take my 10 and a half mil, and I'll dump the wife, and I'll buy myself two hookers. Uh, Jacob Downey, sex, money, pool, my aspirations in life. Uh, my Kiba, it doesn't have a painter. That's true, but uh, you could uh, do the uh, court stenography for it and the <clears throat> court illustrations. More sex, more money, more pool. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, also good to see that uh, Kame Egan is here in the chat. Uh, does point out that Lucas uh, Giolito threw a perfect game for the Sox. No, no, no hitter, not a perfect game. You're right. It was a no hitter against the against the Pirates, which yep. makes it a very imperfect game because you beat the Pirates. They have five guys in their lineup hitting under 200. But still hard to throw a no-hitter. Uh, I was uh, telling Sal that when I heard about it, I just assumed it was one of those seven-inning, uh, you know, double-header games. It was a real nine-inning no-hitter. Yes, it was. Uh, but no crowd to distract you. So asterisk or no asterisk? What do you think, Sal? No asterisk. All right, good. All right. But if it was seven innings, it would have to be – it would, just yeah. wouldn't count. Yes. Just wouldn't count. Like the Astros World Championship. <laughs> uh, let's see Kame Egan Kame Egan would like to spank the pool boy with a wet pool noodle uh, yeah. and uh, Kame likes that uh, and uh, Kiwi Claw DHA a guy put 90 phones in a wagon and instantly created a traffic jam in Google Maps I like that I mean you just you could I guess I mean what it seems like fun. I don't know but it's just yeah, somebody's yeah. taking the time to be in the it's chat. Kind of a, it's kind of a hard left turn, isn't it? Yeah, but he's just sharing. All you know, that's yeah, fine. Uh, yeah, it's uh, one of the it's it's one of Jacob's friends. Jacob always brings the riffraff in with him, but oh. uh, we appreciate it. We always like when Jacob comes in here. And uh, Jacob, you could do some self promotion if you want to promote your YouTube channel where people can find you uh, and uh, any place that you have jokes to share. Please do. Uh, so, the, I mean, Jerry Falwell Jr. I, I don't know. I mean, that was. Uh, that was everything that I wanted from uh, from a story, but yes. uh, I had something on that, and I'm going to have to vamp while I try to find it. But to me, it's worth it. This is not my joke. This joke is from Frank Conniff, a.k.a. TV's Frank from Mystery Science Theater 3000. So talking about the $10.5 million severance package, Frank said his payments will come in stocks, bonds, and cash. For some reason, he insisted on having it three ways. God, when you hear that, you're just like, oh, smell the funny. There's a little bit of me that's like, damn it, I didn't have that. But you're like, it's so perfect. Yeah. All you can do is uh, is tip your TV hat to TV's Frank. Um, so let's see. Uh, oh, it's a, you know, I'm just saying that uh, Jacob brings in the riff rive. Don't worry. You're fine. You're, yeah, fine. you're fine. You're fine. He's, he gave me a hey. But, uh, and then Corby wants to know, where did he get 90 phones? Haven't you seen Better Call Saul? It's not that hard. It's really not that hard. I haven't seen Better Call Saul. Um, did you like Breaking Bad? I never saw Breaking Bad. Don't bother. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's like oh, I never, I, I, I never saw Star Trek, uh, The Next Generation. Well, then don't see Picard. Well, don't, don't jump in at Picard. Okay. It's just not worth it. I don't know. I mean, you saw Picard. It was all right, but yeah. that's not the place to start. No. no. No, no, That's not the – I mean, unless you have a thing for 20-something uh, robot 
twins, which I know you do. So, yeah, but uh, really, who doesn't? Uh, let's see. Jacob says, I shape gemstones and share my freshest jokes every weeknight right here on YouTube, Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern. So Jake, so they just go to Jacob Downey's YouTube channel, I guess, is what he's saying there. Uh, thanks for coming in. This is one of my favorite little hangouts. That's right. Black House is where it's at. It's where all the cool kids hang out. And us. Um, what were, uh, was there anything else that we were planning on speaking about? I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know how funny some of the things in the news are right now. <laughs> but um, I was surprised. This is, I don't have any jokes. I don't know what there is to joke about this. But I did see that the Milwaukee Bucks. What's that? Yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks boycotting game five of their NBA, NBA playoff series in response to the shooting of Jacob Blake. That was in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I don't have anything. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you don't have a type five on that? Come on. Are you a comedian or not? No. But my question is, is if you boycott your playoff game, do you forfeit your playoff game? I guess they're willing to. But then if the other team accepts the forfeit, then you're being racist or disrespectful. So uh, I don't quite know what that means. Uh, Cam Egan says the DNC and RNC is always funny. Uh, you know, it's a good point. Cam Egan. Did you, did you see much of the DNC? No. Um, I watched, uh, I watched Biden and here's the thing about Biden. All, you know, it's like, as long as he didn't like break his nose, trying to squint at a teleprompter, everybody was going to be like, Oh, he looked great. Because it's like, you know, that's, that's really what the bar was. Like, did he hurt himself while right. reading? No, he did not. <clears throat> and, uh, bar for the next, yeah. 70 days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. For, for both of them to some extent, you yeah. know, it's, uh, well, we can't expect, I mean, so we have tonight and tomorrow night of the RNC and then things are going to go back to normal until the debates. Do you think there's actually going to be debates? I'm not convinced. I don't okay. think, it, I don't think it helps either one of them to debate the other. Yeah, but Trump thinks that it will. That's true. So he's, he thinks that, but Biden is this sleepy old man, slow Joe. Sleepy Joe. Sleep, no, sleepy it's slow Joe. Joe it's slow Joe now? Slow Joe now, yes. Like Flow Joe, but slow Yeah, Joe. but slow Joe. Flow Joe is no longer with us. But slow Joe, well, slow, slow last time Joe, I checked, slow Joe was. Yeah. But I haven't checked in a while. No, me neither. Uh, so, yeah, and I think that uh, – old style, like non COVID debates where there's a crowd and people to applaud and hoot and holler a uh, huge advantage Trump. Yes. But even like an in-person with a moderator at a table debate. Um, Biden. Yeah. But not like huge, huge, huge. It's not like, it's not like Bill Clinton. You know what I mean? It's not like, cause even Clinton today is, is still sharp enough that he's like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to debate who. <laughs> and anybody He'll have his pants off in 10 minutes. Anybody who can fly around on Jeffrey Epstein's plane and not get convicted for it, you're a smart man, Bill Clinton. (laughs) And like you and Prince Andrew were clinking beers. (sighs) Uh, This was so many months ago, but did you actually see the the interview that Prince Andrew did? I did not, but there's, I mean, not good, right? Yeah. Because like fat the, the, the fat on the farm, the uh, the interviewer went right in and he was like, oh, oh, my. Like he was like, oh, OK, we're not building up to that. And, uh, you know, just a lot of like 
you know, he's he 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 was a convicted pedophile. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's some of the worst advice. I don't know if Jacob is uh, pandering to me, but it's a compliment. So I choose to take it at face value. Nice impression of uh, Bill Clinton there. I don't know. I just said he'd have Trump's pants off in 10 minutes. That's how he debates. You know, come on. Um, <laughs> there's two things that he does. The other one is murder. But uh, what? What? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I think I think Prince Andrew could uh, could add debate. Yeah, he could he could brush up on his speaking skills. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's just like, look, you were never going to be king. All you had to do was just stay out of exactly this kind of trouble. Right. It's like Prince Harry. Prince Harry was never going to be king. Right. Especially once William had a son. It's like you're deaf. We, we, yeah, but I mean, once he had the first one, it's like you're right, definitely but, not. But, but the, the second son is ahead of Prince Harry, so it goes Charles, yeah, William, and then George, yeah, Louis, and then that's what I'm saying. But even oh, wait, no, excuse me, it goes Charlotte then Louis. Oh, I didn't know that they yeah. uh, they were letting they changed, girls be king now. Yeah, they changed the law. <laughs> well, got to wear a suit. <laughs> Got to uh, got to dress like uh, your your favorite like talk show host. Yeah, just got to dress like. What? Uh, you know, speaking of uh, talk show hosts, yes. uh, didn't you have some thoughts on Oprah? I had a thought on Oprah, but I can't remember what it was now. Well, she's going to charge double, I think, for her for her magazine, the eponymously named Oprah. Yeah. Magazine. Sure. And I'm thinking, I've got a subscription. Sure. And I'm thinking you're the richest African American woman in America. You're a billionaire. And you've got to jack your fans up for a couple of bucks. Maybe you should stop buying your beards, Maserati. Oprah. Do you I see you, Oprah. There was a, you know, Robert Smigel used to do the uh, TV fun house on SNL. There was one where like Stedman was a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it there. That's uh, that's one of my favorites. Is uh, Stedman the uh, superhero? Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know that people come to us for uh, hard hitting uh, analysis on anything, but uh, jokes about Jerry Falwell. That's really why we're here. Yes. Uh, some of the other stuff it was just more. You know, it was just more whipped cream and cherry on top of uh, whatever it is, whatever delicious dessert that is that we're having. Um, but uh, what's on tap for you the rest of the day, Sal? Well, Christian, I think it's going to be a three-hour nap because I'm exhausted after all this fun. For after carrying this show, you, it, it's wiped you show, out. It's wiped me out. Yeah, I need a nappy poo. <laughs> uh, or a nappy boo following our booze cheesesteaks from Silver Lake. Yeah, let's review these cheesesteaks. Let's do it for everybody. Normally, we go to Philly's cheesesteak. Yeah, which is. Down the street. Down the street. Yeah. We're, we're in Burbank. I don't think we're revealing too much about our location. Yeah. But uh, Philly's is close to where we are. It's one of our one of our lunchtime haunts. When we used to actually be able to have lunch inside of a sta- an establishment that serves yes. food, but right. now we have lunch out on my patio. Right. And we went to this place called Boo's. Yeah. B-O-O-S. Like Boo Radley. Boo Radley, yes. Yeah. Which is in Hollywood. And uh, it's not a nice neighborhood. No, um, no, I've never been happier to not be dining inside of a facility. Yeah. Cheesesteaks were 
Well, I got a pepper steak with onions. Yeah. Which I really like. A little bit greasy. Yep. Uh, a lot of meat. Uh, the bread was not too thick. So, you know, everything melded together. Now, Christian does not like peppers and he doesn't like onions. Nope. So his cheesesteak was pretty much equal to the one he gets at Philly. So he wouldn't go back there again. I wouldn't. Uh, I uh, found it to be a little bit too greasy. I like the bread better at uh, Philly's Best uh, on Victory Boulevard in Burbank, California. Yeah. Ding. Uh, but, uh, I, I, you know, if if you were like, I'm going to come over with booze steaks, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be like, no, go get mine from Philly's. But that would be fine. Right. But I wouldn't go out of my way to get it. Um, special trip. Yeah. But uh, it was good, I thought. Uh, <laughs> I had it. I had a joke. No, nah, those are the best kind. Those are the best kind. No. Uh, let's see. Jason Blair, since I have my kids with me, I don't know if watching an episode with Sal live is the best decision no, I've ever made not. as a father. Uh, Jason, did you uh, did you take your kids to see Goonies? Because uh, I think that was last week. I think that was this show. I don't know. You, you creep into so many shows. But uh, I think that, uh, well, uh, tomorrow night, Heather and I, my wife, we're going to see New Mutants at the drive-in, uh, the movie that's uh, only been delayed for about uh, two full years, uh, maybe even a little more. And uh, that's our big date night, going to the drive-in. I don't even know if the concession stand is open. I don't even know if I'm allowed to get out of my car, but we'll figure it out. popcorn trick on Heather? <laughs> the popcorn in the bucket. Well, that's how we met. So, yeah, our first Ow. our first date was, uh, was to the movies. Uh, so we saw Garden State. With uh, Zach Braff and Natalie Portman, mm. uh, so still married. Yeah, but hey, I don't know. That's world's, I, world's fakest marriage, right here. Well, um, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's not great. Complete sham. Yeah, and uh, Jason Blair <clears throat> does confirm that creeping is what he does. Uh, and Corby has the advice. That he's wearing headphones. You have to get good conversation with your kids about new topics. Yeah. Uh, Jason, ask your uh, your triplets, what do they think about Jerry Falwell Jr.? Oh, I remember Jason. Yeah, Jason Blair. Yeah. Jason Blair. Yeah, he's good people. Yeah, well, I remember a guy with triplets, and I said something along the lines of, he is, has some real special sauce. Yeah, well, that now that's true. That's right. Now, Jason took them to see Raiders of the Lost Ark instead of Goonies. You know what I'm going to say? Good call. Yes. Um, my, his first date was to see Little Rascals in 1994. Corby, is your wife of age? You took your wife to see Little Rascals? Um, so uh, you did Raiders instead of Goonies. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. Goonies, ton of fun if you see it as a kid. Hot take. Doesn't hold up the way you think it does. Or his, uh, Jason, if you're out there, and I think you are. He's still there, yeah, yeah. Uh, are your triplets like two and one, all one? Just Two boys, one girl. Two boys, one girl. Yeah. And the boys twins, so they're all separate. No, I mean they're triplets. They were all born together. I mean no, they're, they're not they're not Siamese twins. They're not conjoined. But within within triplets, the boys can be twins. Oh, I see. And the girl is uh, all right. I didn't girl. I didn't know how much we were going to split the DNA. Jason, if you want to answer that question, uh, please go ahead. Uh, Kemi Egan says uh, you should do a separate broadcast to review New Mutants. You'll be able to find on the Blackcast YouTube channel next week a special uh, Marvel movie talk. We call it now. 
uh, you'll find one of those where we will indeed talk about uh, New Mutants. There'll be a few of us who have actually gone to the drive-in to see it. Uh, that's a movie that uh, some outlets have chosen not to review mm-hmm. because they're not making uh, uh, you know, available. making an available streaming link or a private screening. Uh, they say it's because of social distance, but it's really because film critics want free popcorn. Yeah. So Free slushies. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, and let's see. Jason Blair does say, I do remember that from the Super Bowl recap episode. Yeah. Uh, and Dominicus Saxon says, I hope I never stumble across any video with Falwell in it. That's fair. Um, Google and pornos. Corby, Corby says uh, his uh, wife is two years older. Uh, she had to drive because I was only 14. All right. Yeah. High five to Mrs. Piet. Uh, the answer to Sal uh-oh, is that they're all, uh, they're all fraternal. The boys are not identical. Uh, yes, uh, they, uh, but the, all three of those kids uh, take after Jason's wife, uh, which uh, obviously is why they're so adorable. No offense, Jason, uh, but uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. How old are they now? Uh, they're they're six, I think, because they're a little bit older than Felix. Yeah, uh, Corby. Can't wait to see New Mutants. Not sure when it will happen, as I'm very busy with storms. Uh, and especially since there may be a, a category for a hurricane. Look, are you a fan or not? Yeah. Go to the movies. They're open. I know you might be able to catch the plague inside of it. And sure, a hurricane might blow it away. But do you want to see the movie or not? Right. Man up. Christopher Nolan would want you to sit in there and watch Tenet <laughs> getting a virus yes. while the hurricane sweeps you away. He needs an Oscar. Yeah. And uh, Jason's kids will be six in October. So, uh, yeah. So yeah. And uh, they, I believe Jason told me in a different show that they live across the street from the elementary school, but they're all doing distance learning. So they're all in the house. And if you look at, through the window, you can see the building they should be in. The worst is that – I haven't talked about this. Felix's teacher at his kindergarten is distance learning from the, the classroom. So it's like, huh, doesn't this stuff look cool? Ah, yeah, you can't come in here. And uh, there is like a there is like an after cool after care program after school thing that they're doing that would also be in the building. Uh, we're doing uh, something at his old preschool with him. But if we did have him there, he would be in the building. His teacher would be in the building, but they would be doing it on Zoom. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, let's see who's not worried about the plague. Corby, not worried about the plague. He's an insurance adjuster. So this is busy time. Yeah. Uh, Jason has a good question. Who are the old mutants? I could give you a funny answer or the real answer. The X-Men. The X-Men are the old mutants. These are the new mutants. Yeah. So, yeah, they're the new ones. Hot, new, young, yeah. sexy. And mutants. also my joke answer was Jerry Stiller, and then I remembered he was dead. So That's I, what makes it funny. Okay, Jerry Stiller and Regis Philbin. Those are the old mutants. The old mutants, right. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know this comment from Jake. Why is October the 10th month? Shouldn't it be the 8th? Because it's October. Uh, I think it was before Julius and Augustus Caesar wanted months named after them. Sorry. I'm just giving like obvious answers and not joke ones. I don't, it's, I'm taking all the fun out of the show really, which means it should be uh, pretty darn close to time to uh, wrap it up. You know? it up. But uh, we really, I think we, uh, you really hammered home on the funny. I think I gave a little bit, I gave one or two assists, gave the little alley-oop, but uh, there wasn't really that much to it, uh, to what I did. But uh, you, Ellen, I'm watching. You know why? 
when we were driving to Cheesesteak Place, we drove by a uh, large photo of Ellen and we uh, had some thoughts on how uh, someone could deface it. And you feel like Warner Brothers security would just look up and be like, yeah, that's fair. Yep. Yep. What they're writing about. It. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's, yeah fine. that's good. That's how we feel. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll have to do this again at some point. Uh, you know, maybe we'll do uh, some more uh, patio uh, uh, patio chats. Corby wants if Kat, Corby does know who the Teenage Mutants are. They're Ninja Turtles, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so if people want to keep in touch with you, where should they do that, Sal? On the uh, Twitter at D-Wise Comedy. And on the, on the Insta, yep. D-Wise Picks. P-I- X. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And don't forget, of course, the Blackcast is at B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Like the Blackcast on Facebook. Blackcast.com, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. This is the now second part of episode 396. We have uh, some rock and roll conversations next week uh, for 397. And then we are so close to 400, we can taste it. And that announcement is forthcoming. We just don't have it yet. But thanks, everybody, who joined us live and everybody who's watching. Uh, we will see you next time on The Blackcast.